Aloha, DNOs. Welcome to your new addiction. It's probably your old addiction by now because we are on episode 25. We are Drinking It Overthinking, a podcast featuring all things subculture. I'm your host, Joe Val. I'm Danny. And today we have Rasha. Welcome to the show. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to what has become our 25th official episode. Uh, before we get started, we got a couple things to go over, as you know, in terms of this and that. Um, as always, if you like what you hear, subscribe, like, and rate us. Give us a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read it on air. Um, before we even get into the iTunes review, Danny, I may or may not have brought you something. Oh, is a snack roulette. It is natural. Okay, so I have for you. I have for you. What do these look like? They look like little croissants. Little. What do you think, Rashawn? Oh, some shells, like some oyster shells or some. What what shells that they serve like that? I look. I think they look like macaroni or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like oh noodles. Maybe. Oh, I yeah. think you're thinking. Um, what's that dish that you had on your birthday? The snails. Escargot. Escargot. Yeah, there you go. A little escargot What do you think they taste like? Pretzels? I I could see pretzels or like a butterscotch maybe. Um, like a salty butterscotch. It tastes like something weird like wasabi though. Whatever it is, yeah. it's 1,200 of it. There's, <laughs> there's a 1,200 number on here with a... a south That's sodium level. With a, with a South <laughs> Korean symbol. Uh, Alright, so let's get into this. $5,000 smile. Don't do that. I know. Don't tell mom. All right. Dame la mano. I don't know what that means. Well, you figured it out. Oh, they're bigger than I thought. Oh, yeah. They're big and they're hollow and they look a little Swedish. Yep. Water scotch. Really? Right? No. I was thinking maybe even soy. Mm. Oh, wow. They're not as crispy as they... I don't know. I don't know what to. Mm. There's definitely some corn syrup on these. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little sweet. It's a bit almost like that. Um, it's that? like golden grams. I would. No, I wouldn't go that far. It's like that. Um, that box. Uh, the you sell at the baseball games. Like, Cracker Jacks. Cracker Jacks almost. But they're like crunchy, but they're not crispy. Yeah. So they're like crunchy. thicker. And it's kind of like not soft on the inside, but not the crunch. Like it's not a potato chip crunch. To me, these taste like golden grams, mm. but with like a More lacquer crunch. sugar coating. Do you remember those candies that like my grandma, I think maybe everybody's grandma would have, and they were white and they had the black straps stripes on the um, wrapper. And when you take the wrapper off, you're like, oh, there's actually not black stripes on them or brown. Oh. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what those were. Yeah, but everybody's grandma had them. <laughs> It tastes like that to me, but in a carb, not a compressed sugar yeah. form. Yeah. All right. Well, let's read what it says. Conch-shaped snack. <laughs> Shell-shaped snack. Ingredients is wheat flour, refined sugar, palm oil, corn syrup, peanut butter, coconut cream, sesame. <laughs> I said soy, but I meant sesame. That's what I meant. <laughs> Uh, refined sugar may contain wheat, milk, or nut peanuts. Are you guys allergic to peanuts? Let's hope not. <laughs> I am. But. Well, 
Goodbye, Rashawn. I feel like I can't breathe right now. Go grab your EpiPen. Well, that's because it's hot as Satan's <laughs> balls in here. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the snacks. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, it's winter in Hawaii, and we're sweating our titties off. Science. Economic change. Global change. Global warming. <laughs> global warming. Yeah. Climate change. You kind of mix them together. I can. I dig it. Mix everything together. All the things. It's chaos. Um, chaos in a snack bag. What about five star review? What is going on over there? <laughs> so I got this sick ass swirly straw Halloween cup that lights up. And I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> As you should be. How are you gonna clean that straw though? That's my concern. I don't know. Okay. Suck it <laughs> uh. uh it looks fucking rad. It's it? super dope. You should have poured the drink that we made today in that cup, but that's okay. It was that would be a heavy yeah, ass drink. I didn't know how to turn off the light. So oh, I think it just goes until forever. Mm, probably <laughs> was it like a Walgreens or Long Find? Yeah. Yeah, they won't ever turn off. Yeah, I tried turning because I tested two in the store. <laughs> <laughs> You're not buying those. And I was like, oh shit, they're not turning off. And I waited a minute and came back. Nope, nope, nope. Tried turning them off. Trust. Holding the button, pushing the button. Oh, Didn't right. work. So I was like, oh, I'm going to take this other one in the back. Good. Oh, it turned off. <gasps> Yay. All right. All right. They do time out. All right. So uh, do we have any five-star reviews that we can share with our guests? I was told we did. However, it's not on iTunes. Oh, let me, should I pull it up on my computer? Yeah, you can try that. I can learn to understand you much better. Please don't. No, <laughs> thank, no thank you. <laughs> Creep. Don't do that. Yesterday I was hanging out with Jake and he said, oh, you know Google sp- uh, spies on everything. And she goes, how can I help you? Or something. He said, I didn't say, hey, Google. You're supposed to say, hey, Google. I didn't say it. <laughs> uh, no, they, they don't wait for you. They just start listening. All right. Well, actually, I have a crazy story about that. All right. Let's hear it. There was one time I was hanging out with my friend Eden uh, back in Tucson. And at the time, Eden was engaged to a fellow named Brian. They're married now, happily, doing well. Nice. Um, but they were just engaged at the time. But it was just me and Eden hanging out in the kitchen, smoking some medical marijuana. Nice. <laughs> and having some drinks. And I don't know what the fuck we were talking about, but my phone was, like, totally not part of the conversation. It was on the counter, off, like, black screen, whatever. And we're talking about this and that, who knows what. And then all of a sudden, like, the Google listening dots Yuck. And it's like, boop, 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 boop. And then search results. Brian's death date. What the <laughs> fuck? And we weren't talking about Brian. We weren't talking about dying. We weren't talking about dates of any kind. Maybe. No, thank you. The scariest fucking technology moment I ever had in my life. That's that's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. All right. Well, it looks like whoever but Brian is alive and well. Just good. So you all know. Good. Good. I didn't well, look at the results. Well, that can kind of lead into my story a little bit because there's a little bit of this and that in there, but I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. It looks like the five star review, whoever it was that shared it with you, is not quite up yet. It does have a process. It has like oh, a, okay. a couple day process for it to. Um, it has to be re- the review has to be reviewed. <laughs> who's reviewing the review? Listen, who's, the reviewer, who's reviewer? watching the Watchmen? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, other than that, I checked our Patreons. It looks like we're still running strong with the, our friends and fam on there. If you like what you hear, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, but in the meantime, what's in our cups? Oh, we made a freaky looking concoction today. Um, we've got some vodka, lemon juice, 
um, Baileys, some Naked Green Machine to add that like, you know, split pee, pee pukey, mm -hmm. slimy color, and a little bit of grenadine, and you just layer that up in a particular order and uh, drink it real quick because it'll curdle. And that's already posted on the Bev blog, so if you guys want to check that out, please do. It looks disgusting. I didn't try it because I'm afraid. <laughs> it was not too bad. Not okay. amazing. Well, all of your drinks have been amazing, and so I didn't want to like... No, this one was more for visual effect. For okay. Sure. Okay. Well, speaking of visual effects, uh, I think this is a good time to introduce that what we're talking about today is the exorcism of Annalise Michael or Michelle. She's from Germany. How do you pronounce that? Uh, I First of all, I think it's Annalisa. Okay. If there's an E at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Annalisa. And then, how do you spell that? Like Mitchell. Oh. M-I-C-H-E-L. Michiel? Michiel. I guess. Annalisa Michiel. I will not be saying it like that for the duration <laughs> of the show. <laughs> I felt like Rocky and Bullwinkle. I think she was Russian, though. And Right? The the skinny, black-clothed lady. Oh. Yeah. Rocky and oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's Russian. All right. So I'm just going to get into it, unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about. Uh, no. Yay Halloween. Let's talk about it. All right. So I'm going to preface this story with I was not excited to do this story. <laughs> um, Danny had this idea. Well, we kind of both came to the conclusion that it'd be nice to do some Halloween-themed shows and i was like okay i'm gonna take a step back and not do a murder and i know i've done that before like with the betty hill story um but this one just didn't interest me as much and then when i started getting into it it ended up having like a swoop around where i was interested so it ended up coming around but it took me a second to get there you and then like two weeks yeah sorry <laughs> when have i i was so uh writer's block and like just i would sit down and they'd be like oh i need to polish my nails and i need to do all the other things pixel needs a bath okay like i'm in the process of moving right now sure i'll move some more boxes should i break up my boyfriend i don't know yes it all happened all the things so <laughs> So yeah, it did take me a while to deliver this story. And on that note, I did want to touch base a little bit. And um, we kind of alluded on one of our previous episodes to the boys and how they're no longer part of the show. And uh, one of our listeners just gave me some really positive feedback in the form of me sitting at the bar, not drinking alcohol and crying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she just pretty much shared that you know like everything that me and marvin have gone through like it's okay and i should be comfortable with sharing with our listeners that yes he is on the mainland and yes he is trying to reconnect with his son um but ultimately we're not together anymore and um i, I do still wish him good luck and stuff but it was just not really the best place for me or him to be at this time in our life and and you know, we're, we're doing our own thing now. And it's it's been really, really nice for me in terms of, like, refinding myself and doing things that I like. I had forgotten so many things that I had liked, you know, in terms of my art and my painting and reading and piano and activities and all the good things. Oh, yeah. My and we're on salsa lessons. Yeah. Scuba lessons. Yeah. We're doing all the S's. <laughs> all the lessons and Shaking all the S's. Shaking shit up <laughs> at the political rally. Fun. Yeah, so I think it was really nice for me to be able to just step aside for a second and just kind of reflect on who I am and what I want out of life and maybe not put so much emphasis into how I can make other people's lives better, which I did enjoy doing while I was doing it. And that's really, that's all I've got to say about that. 
That was my Forrest Gump impression. <laughs> I know, I got it. <laughs> okay. I didn't know the next line. <laughs> that's it, because that's all he's got to say about it. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about uh, Anna Elizabeth Mitchell. Mitchell. So, Anna Well, that's what she goes by, um, but her real name is Anna Elizabeth. Uh, and she was born on September 21st, 1951 in Bavaria. Bavaria. Oh, I thought it was going to be weird. <laughs> okay, Bavaria. Well, I said it very American. But yeah, I was, I was hoping you'd do this. It's the- actually called Bayern in German. Bavaria is called Bayern. Well, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, say Bavaria. Well, Switzerland is Schweiz. Okay. It's not stupid. It's just real. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, West Germany is where she was born. She was born to parents Joseph and Anna, and they brought her up, in, and along with her siblings, she had three sisters uh, later on, in a very Roman Catholic upbringing. Uh, her father actually studied to be a priest, and her three aunts were nuns, so Catholicism was extremely ingrained within the family. Um, religion was a big part of everything that they did. During this time, uh, there was a shift in Catholicism, and it was brought on by the Second Vatican Council. So essentially what this council did was they were responsible for making Catholicism a little bit more relaxed. And I think you kind of see, yeah, no. It's long overdue for that. <laughs> well, again, this was in the six, uh, 50s. Yeah, 50s. So um, I think a lot of this has to do with, like, trying to get more people to be a part of the religion. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like, we're cool. You can join it. We're not super strict. Uh, and so what the Second Council did was they allowed Catholics to pray and befriend other Christians. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so nice. Right? Uh, they were all... Oh, slow down. <laughs> Whoa, hand. <laughs> they were also allowed to use other languages in mass besides the traditional Latin Oh, you want people to understand what you're saying? Weird. <laughs> not really. I mean, whatever. Because uh, if you understand what they're saying, you might not want to partake anymore. But <laughs> you could understand what I'm trying to tell you in English. And so they also opened um, other sectors of the church, so like public relations and just different branches that they media, you know, that they didn't have prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a couple of big changes that will influence our story was that they kind of brought in the idea of atonement and so atonement is that jesus died for our sins and that when you repent all of your sins no matter how big or how small they're forgiven because god confessed right because god gave his one and only so you do some hell marys you do some our fathers um so yeah that was brought on uh prior to that it was a belief of um just repent you, you repent for your sins, and you repent for other people's sins. Like Oh, yeah. All the guilt. Yes. You were born a sinner. You need to fucking kiss God's ass Well, you hope you get into heaven. Absolutely. But you're still born a sinner, but it's okay because Jesus died for your sins now in this second council. Um, and then another revision to Catholicism was the idea that demons were now more considered like a theological or a mythology view instead of a literal belief. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're backing away from the fucking fire and brimstone. Well, it's also science, right? Nonsense, yeah. Excuse me. So, the, the, can I call them the Michaels, Mitchells? How, how can I English this? Yeah, Michael sounds good. Okay. 
So the Michaels did not succumb to these new ideologies. Uh, rather, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Nine. They. <laughs> you see that in Germany. <laughs> They remained traditionalists and believed that you had to sacrifice and suffer to receive redemption. And like I said earlier, further, you have to repent for other sinners as well. Uh, And in addition, demons were very real. So the church went um, from that they attended. They went from moving away from receiving communion by mouth. And instead, they started doing it by hand. And like now that I'm thinking like with COVID, like do not put anything in my fucking mouth. Oh, yeah, that's how they do this. Feed it to you. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, and it's weird. you can still, in uh, Catholic churches that I've been to, you have the option of receiving by yeah, health Yeah, you can choose either one, yes. But also, if you're drinking the wine, you're all sharing the same fucking cup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well. <laughs> it seems crazy now, but we all did it. No, and Mormonism. Alcohol kills the germs. Don't worry about it. Sometimes not even alcohol. In Mormonism, we got bread and water, like white bread and water, and we would get little, like, you know the, yeah, you put the ketchup in? Yeah. We would get those little paper cups. Oh, yeah. See, you were in Catholic. We all fucking shared the same ass cup, and it was wine, baby, and... Okay, well, just... That's why it still goes Just play... (laughs) I just want the wine. Just playing devil's advocate, though, like, what's worse, like, everybody sharing the same cup, or, like... Or all of these paper products that are now, like, going to waste because you have, like, three ceremonies. Or not ceremonies. Like, three ritual. Oh, hell. Oh, hell. All hell. All hell. Cut. All hell. All right. So, I think it's pretty cool that we made it to our 25th episode without spilling a drink. Until now, but it was Reagan's <laughs> fault. I blame the dog. Yeah, that's cool. Blame the dog. Uh, so where was I? Um, we were talking about um, oh. saving your immune system versus saving the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is which is worse, you selfish bitch. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I like the wine out of the cup. It's the real deal. I don't want that juice cup bullshit. Yeah, I feel wine out of the cup is better than water out of a paper. Yes. All right. At least we know. We're saving the planet. <laughs> Cheers. Click. <laughs> All right. Um, so, naturally, they switched churches because they're like, we can't have any of that. Uh, way too progressive. Talking to other Christians? No way. Mm-mm. <laughs> Drinking out of different cups. Or no, no, no. It was the, the body of Christ was being placed into their hand rather than into their mouth. Okay, so this next chapter I like to call Down with the Sickness. Uh, by all accounts, Annalisa was... There you go. <laughs> she was pretty much a good child. She was good in school. She followed the good book, all the good stuff. Um, possibly just a little bit too hard, even as a youth. So I saw different accounts on this, and you will see that there are... If you start to research the story, there's lots of different accounts of how things came to be. Uh, but the story remains the same. So I'm not sure if it was her or her mother, but one of them decided that it would be best, uh, instead of sleeping in their bed, they would sleep on the floor at night in solidarity for those who are addicted to drugs and homeless. In Germany. Okay. In the winter. On cold stone. This is 1950s. So that's helping the drug addicted homeless Germans how? Uh, well, it's it's like just for God. That, okay. It's for God. I'm suffering for them. Right. Just like they are. They're sleeping on the cold sidewalk 
We're going to sleep on our floor. Right. And they can't, they're like. So, You're seeing this God? Yes. Am I saved yet? And they're into like drugs and stuff. So they're not interested in repenting. So let me repent for them because. Okay. Okay. It needs to be made up somehow. And so she was extremely empathetic for others. And she would often uh, get like so worked up during mass and like just like like me if I was watching Homeward Bound. <laughs> Jason! <laughs> His name's not Jason. His name is Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> we couldn't think of the name earlier, so we just decided Jason. No, we did not. No, no, no. Daddy we did. We knew Jason was not his name, and Danny insisted on putting Jason. Who? Nobody fucking named their dog Jason. And the last one has been Freddy Krueger. <laughs> so yeah, she. Um, like, all of her peers were just, like, she's pretty disconnected, and she's just really into religion. And even her peers were same, like, in her neighborhood, in the same Catholic upbringing, and they were just like, you're too much, lady. Um, and her parents thought that this would actually make for a really great school teacher, or, like, a Catholic teacher. And so they <laughs> they started, yeah, <laughs> they, be- they began to progress her life um on this path so like leading her to be this this catholic teacher another more important note um she was known for being a sick child she had mumps measles and scarlet fever all before five years of age she obviously makes it through them or else that's where the story would end um so when she's about 16 we'll fast forward to there she's in school and she blacks out and when she comes to she kind of like everybody else in the school recants her being like in this zombie slash trans like state that very same evening her parents said that she woke up in the middle of the night in a panic and with shortness of breath and she couldn't move and she sold herself and the bed oh can you think of anything like medically that would cause that uh peeing the bed Um, all the things like she woke up in the middle of the night with shortness of breath and she couldn't move any of her... I don't her... know, some kind of paralysis. That's what I said. Sleep... Major anxiety. Sleep paralysis is what I said. Just based off of our last uh, sleeping episode. Yeah. So then fast forward on, okay, August 24th, 10-9-69, which I probably just meant 1969. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she blacks out again and she has the same similar evening of the sleep paralysis. Uh, and nobody actually diagnosed her with that. It's just, I really think that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense considering the topic that we're discussing. And, yeah, the... Not being able to get Not up being from, able to get out of bed and just and being, being terrified. In a, and, in a panic, yeah. yeah. So she was taken to a doctor by the name of Dr. Luthi, and she had an EEG done. And her brain activity appeared to be normal. She was diagnosed with seizures and grandma epilepsy slash um temporal lobe epilepsy so even though this diagnosis was given given to her she didn't get um any medication at this time and she continued to get sick and she suffered from all the things including pneumonia tuberculosis she had her tonsils removed which by the way is that still a thing do people still get their tonsils removed yeah oh yeah yeah for sure okay i don't i don't know I don't really talk to too many people with kids these days, but yeah, definitely lots of people in my era. So it's a kid thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, typically that's, yeah, when you're an adult, just like suck it up, buttercup. Okay. Well, (laughs) the tuberculosis was so bad that she ended up being put on bed rest when she was about 17 and she wasn't able to continue going to school. 
So by February 1970, she just continued to get worse and she was admitted again. And that's when they found out that she had like heart issues and I think even like some circulatory issues, a lot of medical problems this kid had. And so I'm just going to really quick jump into a, a nerd alert and <laughs> let's get this out of the way. Nerd alert. <laughs> so really quick, um, this is from Mayo Clinic. We've all used it when we're self-diagnosing. <laughs> Temporal lobe ish uh, seizures, that's the part that processes emotions and it's important for your short-term memory. Some symptoms include having odd feelings like euphoria, deja vu, or fear. And I'm like... <laughs> That's a spectrum. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, sign me up for two out of three. <laughs> uh, That's a hell of a spectrum. Kind of sounds like mushrooms also. <laughs> Have I been here before? This feels great. Ah! <laughs> um, not that I know what that feels like, Mom. These are sometimes called focal seizures with... Uh, with impaired awareness so some people will be aware aware of what's going on but during more intense seizures you might look like you're awake but you're actually unresponsive and you're not really Uh, your lips and hands can make these purpose remix purposeless repetition why can't i do this that's all folks purposeless repetitive moments (laughs) and um they can impair your ability to respond to others they typically last between 30 seconds and two minutes um but characteristics include loss of awareness of surroundings staring lip smacking repeat of swallowing or chewing unusual finger movements such as picking that just sounds like a fucking panic attack honestly i mean yeah I, i could see that uh, I, want, I mean, I'm sure it's more intense with the epilepsy seizure thing happening, but, like, a lot of those symptoms are very similar to panic attacks. I think of, like, the hands when you think of a seizure, like, picking. I can kind of see, like, how your joints kind of get contorted a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, that part where they say chewing will kind of come up a little bit later, but I'll, I'll refresh your minds just in case. Um, after a temporal lobe seizure, you may have a period of confusion, obviously, difficulty speaking, uh, inability to recall what just happened during the seizure, even unawareness of having a seizure at all, or just extreme sleepiness. I imagine your synapses are just firing on all gears and Mm -hmm. you're just going to be extremely tired after that. Uh, in extreme cases, what starts as a temporal lobe seizure evolves into a generalized tonic clonic grand mal seizure. And that... Oh, grandma seizures. Right. I don't think they're called that anymore, but that's the term I remember. Okay. Uh, Featuring convulsions and loss of consciousness. So it's unknown what causes them. Today, you can treat them with medication and possibly even surgery. Marijuana. Marijuana, yeah. Yes. CBDs. Mm -hmm. Moon rocks. (laughs) Literal moon rocks? (laughs) Is that a kind of weed? Okay. Like super duper duper weed. It'll save the world. (laughs) That's too much saving for my taste but whatever i hear you <laughs> definitely will be out of my realm uh so anyways another syndrome uh that she could have suffered from is what's called geshwind syndrome and again i read this so it could be geshwind but i think it's geshwind i don't think it's german no no i think it's uh well actually it's not it looks hella german fine it, let it be german <laughs> um but it's actually uh, like the medical community doesn't really know whether or not it is a neuropsychiatric disorder. 
um, because they haven't figured out what actually proves it to be. Oh, it's one of those. Mm Mm-hmm. Where, like, you're saying it's real, but we can't see where it's coming from, but we can't tell you it's not real, so we're going to call it this. Well, kind of, yes. So some of the... um, one of the things that stood out to me, like one of the defining characteristics, there was a lot of other ones, but this is the one that chimed my bell, was hyper-religious, religiosity. I can't say that word. Hyper-religiosity. There you go. And essentially what it is is just like this intense obsession with religious beliefs or relics. <laughs> and it's also rooted in people who have strong religious backgrounds. So it's like, how can you prove yeah. that? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it seems pretty obvious. <laughs> but unless you have to, the, but unless you have like a medical way of testing this, yeah, you, yeah, that's that's why it's kind tricky. of one of those fringe terms. Um, okay, so that's the end of the nerd alert. We got all of our definitions in our backpack, and we can take off on this journey. So she spends. That's my second Ishmael reference that, <laughs> on this episode so far. She spends a lot of time in this hospital, and she's now on medication. Uh, I did write down the terminology of the medication that she took, but I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to tell you guys what they are because I read a lot of different things at different times in her life. And the overall theme is that she was on a lot of different medications. That one doesn't work. We'll give you this one. No waiting period to actually see if these things are working. No weaning off periods. They're just throwing medication out her left and right and trying to see what sticks to the wall. And I think that's what's more important than me. Why aren't they just praying about this? Oh, they are. Oh, okay. Oh, they are. Uh, <laughs> While so, giving her multiple drugs. Exactly. Uh, so, Willy-nilly. All the drugs. <laughs> like, yes. Horrible. So she, I believe she's in this, like, youth lung wing at the hospital. Um, and because of her religious upbringing, she's kept to herself. She's very shy. She's sheltered, and she's on bed rest. So all of the other cakey and children... Um, are or well, not children because she's like sixteen at the time, seventeen. Still cakey. Yeah, still cakey. Uh, well, I mean, she's not old enough to make her own decisions yet uh, legally. Uh, so, <laughs> in Germany, she is. Well, she can drink, but she's not old enough to make her own decisions at this point. Her parents, I don't know what the law is, but from everything I read, is her parents still have um, yeah. responsibility guardianship. guardianship. So there, are, all the other kids are kind of hanging out and like you know we're all sick, we're all in this together. And she spends all of her time with her family, who obviously is just jamming fucking religion down her throat. And they started to kind of bully her and call her names. What have you done? Yeah. Why is God so pissed at you? And they start calling her, like, possessed by the devil. And just kind of, like, eating up and playing on this, like, medical thing. I mean, on this religion thing. But also, they call her, I forget what it was. But it was, like, snot monster or snot booger. Some kind of booger name. But I'm wondering, like, does that have anything to do with the tuberculosis and the lungs? Like, maybe she was just producing a lot of phlegm through her nose. Yeah. And kids are just fucking shits. Yeah. You know? So all that's going on. That's rude. They're kids, though. Kids are fucking bully. Kids are the worst fucking I form w- of humans. Kids is like, she's a fucking teenager. She's an adolescent. They're the bulliest. Like, 13 to 17 is the bulliest of bullies. Yeah, they can be mean. They're all mean. They are. All people. Yeah. Why are you so fat? <laughs> They're just blunt, no censored shitheads. So according to the book, Exorcism of Annalisa Michel, 
shortly after she began treatment, she was praying one night in the hospital and she claims to have seen a demon with a grimacing and cruel face that went by the name of Fratzen. Fratzen. Mm-hmm. Which I think that comes up other places too, but and not in this story, but I mean just other places. Um, she quit praying because she was afraid by doing so that Fratzen would return and that she was invoking him. And so she started thinking that maybe Fratzen was the reason that she was so sick and that he was actually living inside of her. So fast forward to August 1970. She's discharged from the hospital and she's sent home and she becomes extremely depressed and withdrawn. She's put back in school, but her grains are declining. Um, she ends up having another blackout and sleep depravity for what's, I think at this point, the fourth time. Uh, and so her doctor takes her off the medication that she was on and, um, okay. Fun fact. Fratzen is like to show face. Like Fratza is like a grimace or a grotesque face. Okay. So that's what she saw. Grimacing faces. Mm Mm-hmm. So he takes her off this medication and he just immediately puts another one in its place. And I think it's at this point that she has another blackout followed by sweet pro- sleep paralysis. And so she gets another EEG and this time it comes back irregular. And what they find is that she has irregular and I don't know what any of this means. So please listeners, if you do tell us, she has irregular alpha patterns, which means that it's messing up her deep relaxation Mm-hmm. Uh, she has scattered delta and theta patterns, which means it affects her deep sleep and light meditation and sleeping. And then now they're putting her on epilepsy and anti-convulsant uh, medications. So her brain's just going haywire. It's bouncing all over the fucking place. And she's still getting worse. Nothing that they're doing is helping in terms of both her mental and her physical health. So she returns to the neuro- neurologist, uh, Dr. Luthi, and he prescribes her with an additional medication for her seizures and her blackouts. And they make it a point to start making these bi-monthly appointments. And at this point, Dr. Luthi doesn't necessarily believe what Annalisa is saying in terms of like the episodes that she's having where it's coming in, like they're super hot now. And she's reporting everything back to him, but he just doesn't, it's not within his medical community to be able to diagnose it and analyze it. So he's like, oh, it's just not happening. (laughs) And so she's complaining of having like olfactory hallucinations and she's reporting smelling like rotten flesh all the time. So yeah, it's it's affecting her vision, her hearing, and now her, her sense of smell. Nonetheless, she's trying. And that's one thing I can give this girl. She does try. And she maintains a regular life uh, throughout this whole, whole ordeal. And she goes back to school. She's attending the University of Wurzburg. I just put ugh in everything. I Wurzburg. That's what I said. I've been there. Have you? Yeah. That's what I said. Long time ago. Oh, well, she's there in 1973. Did you see her? No, not that long ago. <laughs> <laughs> so she gets herself a boyfriend named Peter. And um, She's still going to all of these doctors, trying to figure out what's going on. She's on antipsychotics. She's got this nice medical cocktail that she's taking, but none of the things that she's seeing, hearing, or smelling are going away. And still, you need to give this bitch some weed. I'm telling you. But this is like the 70s. Like, how was that in Germany? I couldn't really tell you. Mm. I don't know, but I'm sure it's around. Well, nothing's getting better, and I'm sure the weed and the religion do not go hand in hand. <laughs> not really. No, yeah, yeah. So she's, yeah, her hallucinations 
are continuing, getting worse. It's gotten to the point where she's now struggling to do just basic functions like talking and walking. Wow. She's extremely depressed and she's considering suicide, but she knows it's an ultimate sin. And she's going to go to hell. So, so she can't do that. That's my quote. She can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so now she's getting to this point where she's starting to repel religion and religious relics. According to an article in medium.com, uh, her olfactory is giving her the sense of smell of burning flesh and or feces just about all the time. And so in one example, her family organized a pilgrimage to San Damiano to pray for God's uh, intercession. And it's said that she was standing on a shrine and the soil was making her feet burn. And she was looking at all of these other people who are praying and that's what she was there to do was to try to like get better. But in her eyes, all she could see was these people like clenching their teeth so tight that like they look possessed and she's like i don't want to do that i'm already possessed <laughs> like i'm not gonna go make it worse and so she refused they they took her to this spring uh this natural spring that was a, a holy water it was blessed and she refused to drink water from the from the spring because she's at this point refusing everything she couldn't even walk past holy icons pictures of jesus like she couldn't any statues Okay, so the priests uh, accompanying them are like the tour guide. I'm sure they're not called tour guides, but <laughs> the tour guide. He's quoted as saying, she, Michelle, uh, approached it, the shrine, with the greatest hesitation, then said that the soil burned like fire and she simply could not stand it. She also noted that she could no longer look at medals or pictures of, sa- of saints. Uh, they sparked so immensely that she could not stand it. So all these photos, the light was just way too bright for her to be able to even process. It's like her body rejecting her indoctrination. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And so her parents and their neighbor slash friend, because remember, they're all part of the same like cult, I mean church, uh, they, begin, they begin to think that she's possessed and that demons have taken over her body and that she needs an exorcism. So that neighbor, Thea Hines, suggested um, this priest named Father Arnold Renz. And then Renz eventually introduces Father Ernst Alt to Annalisa. And Alt was a wacko. And just to give you a small example of how he's a crazy batshit bear, uh, he claimed to have psychic and telepathic abilities and he said that God has given him powers to know if a person's possessed. And he saw visions of Christ and could hear him and they would talk. And he's not a schizo. He's not a loon. <laughs> he's, our, he's the exact guy that you need to consult when you're a crazy. You need a number. <laughs> and so he believed that like um, relics couldn't be broken because they have the power of God. So, like, you can't break a rosary, for example. Okay. Mm, yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> how, how do you just be safe, though? How do you just believe these? Have you tried? <laughs> so, in walks Dr. Alt. Initially, he thought that Annalisa was just sick. and that wait, she, Dr. Alt or Father Alt? I said doctor. I meant father. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. The doctor <laughs> of the good church. <laughs> Uh, so he's like, no, actually, I know possession because I talk to God. And she, I'm closer to God than you. Back me. off. Whoa, hand. 
And so he's like, she's not possessed. Um, she really just needs medical attention. But but if you guys think she's possessed, I'll go ahead and do you a solid and I'll write the bishop. Because you have to, you can't just do an exorcist. Oh, yeah, you have to get permission. Right, sure. right, right, right. And there's certain... Um, you have to criteria, you got to prove. Do you know what the, the do you know what the criteria? The facts and all that stuff. Do you know what the criteria are? I didn't write them down. No. Um, I think one's like superhuman strength, like being able to. I think another one is um, speaking a tongue you tongues. Yeah, yeah, speaking in a different language that you don't know. Like if you're a German speaker and you're speaking fucking French or Latin mm-hmm. or Spanish, like that's a. Yeah, that's a telltale. And I think there's like three of them or something like that. But those are the ones that ring bells to me. Um, but he says that she doesn't um, pass. Because it's it's a very slippery slope, even for Catholicism, who believes in um, demons. Like, they still believe in mental illness, you know. So, like, no, she's just mentally ill. She doesn't actually have demons in her. And so that's what Dr. O- I keep saying doctor. Well, I mean, I think it took some time for them to get to that point, but yeah. Right. And at this point, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. They're already on their second try, right? And this is a, the, the refreshed version. Of, <laughs> this is the updated version of Catholicism. And so... Hey, ladies are allowed to be priests now. Are they? Fun fact. Nice. Awesome. In certain areas. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't go without... Never mind. Um... Pass, hard pass. Hard pass. That's a that's a big no. Uh, so the bishop does deny the request um, for the exorcism prayer over Annalisa, saying that he does also agree that she just needs medical attention, not an exorcism. So um, more drugs. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, Doctor Luthi with the more drugs. <laughs> there we are. Drugs. is suggesting that Annalisa forfeit her right to make decisions for on herself because uh, he just doesn't think that she stands the mental capacity anymore. I thought it was her parents this whole time. At this point, we were ready to fast oh, forward. Oh, she's 18. She's right. 18. She's of okay. age at this point. So, yeah, it was her parents, and she's barely an adult, and she's extremely sick. And so Dr. Luthi's like, I don't think this is what's best for you. I think you should allow your parents to continue to make decisions for you. Meanwhile, her parents are like, let's do exorcisms and not drugs. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, um, she doesn't, she, she I, seriously, she doesn't forfeit her right. And so her and her parents kind of go hand in hand in making the decisions of a cocktail between. Well, that was probably a good choice. I feel like. Um, versus her just fully abandoning her fucking fate to her parents. Well, you know, it's hard to say because I think her parents... you know the end of the story, though. Well, I don't necessarily think that has anything to do with it as much as, like, her parents were the ones taking her to doctors when she was a child. So I don't think that they should be faulted in their... What's the word? Their tenacity of looking for medical attention. I think they were also religious nut jobs that thought that it could be one or the other, and they were trying to do both. Okay. So I don't necessarily think that, like... I don't know that the story would have ended any differently had her parents gotten autonomy over her, but I don't know. And maybe you can tell me when we get there. Okay. Uh, So this is what I call her Looney Tunes. (laughs) She continues to get worse. And I don't know how many more times I'm going to say this because (laughs) she does never, she never gets better. She just, it's so sad. She continues to get worse. Never? Well. Okay. Yeah. Calm your titties. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> hold your tits he uh, she, 
<laughs> that happens too much on this show. Danny's holding her tits like all of the other episodes. Um, so her face started going into these contortions and her voice dropped to a point where she literally sounded like a man. Like not like a kids get off my yard. Like that's me trying to sound like a man. <laughs> like no, like she was literally a man voice inside her real voice. And then they would like kind of compete her voice and the man voice. Yeah, okay. And there's a term for it. I forget what it's called right now, but it's like kind of like, you know, voice thrower. Like it's in that realm of like people can throw their voice. They can change their voice. They can mm-hmm. ventriloquate. Like it's in that. But she didn't have any studying or practice for this. So it's really weird. Um, she becomes extremely violent and she just starts throwing things all the time. Like she was claiming that she was seeing like demons or whatever and she's able to like lift things to a superhuman ability that she wouldn't normally be able to lift and throw it at either her loved ones, her friends, her family, or nothing at all. Just go. So she's fighting her family and the demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Depending on who she is at the time, I suppose. Right. She's pretty much fighting everybody that loves her off. Oh, but all and also demons, like things that aren't there. She's like trying to fight demons, and then. She is a demon and she's Well, but remember her family, I mean, when she went to that hot, that spring, like all those people who were praying, they looked like they were demons because they were like chattering their teeth. So maybe she thinks her parents are also in that demonic possession. I don't know. Um, But she just continues to self-harm and she starts eating animals. And I don't mean like steaks and chicken tenders. Uh, She starts eating flies and spiders. And what? and coal like charcoal. Coal. She'll, she'll just start eating charcoal. Um, and she even that's good for your teeth though, like and your bell, your belly too, right? <laughs> I I don't know. Charcoal's and everything right now. We're just smothering ourselves. Yeah. Charcoal. Well, she then she was progressive. Right on your mask and your teeth. She she was progressive then. <laughs> um, but she also there was like this one fit that she was going in. Uh, where she saw this, like, dead bird, and she bit the head off of it clean. Ooh, like, Aussie style. Yeah, I wrote bat several times when I was writing this. I was like, it's not Aussie. Ah. Excuse me. And so she's speaking in tongues. So it seems to me like we're hitting a lot of these check marks for mm-hmm. demonic possessions. Any weird mm, talking? Uh, well, just the man voice, not in tongues okay. necessarily. Uh, but also all the, the recordings I heard, they were in German, so I wouldn't know German from Latin. Right. I mean, I wouldn't. You would. I mean, it's been a while. I should have brought you some of the uh, transcripts. You can look them yeah, up. Yeah, that would be fun. Send me the links. Well, we can play some for our audience here in a little bit. Okay, don't expect me to translate, though. I'm oh, rusty. I, I don't. <laughs> okay, so um, she... Oh, I did just say she's speaking in tongues. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking. She is speaking in tongues. And so she's doing this thing where, I forget the term for it, but essentially there's this religious exercise that when you do it, it requires you to drop down on your knees and then get back up over and over again. Like, it's just like, I gotta pray, I'm up, I gotta pray, I'm up. You weren't Catholic. You I mean, that's just Catholic mass. It's not like that. 
fast, but yeah, you're always up, down, on you. Like, there's lots of moves. And like in the more traditional churches, there's like these little things that fold out and you kneel on them and then you stand and you sit. I forget what those are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Urns, not urns. Um, They're called, well, pews pews. are the benches, but then there's like the little fold out kneeling. Kneeling. Pews. Pews are the rows of benches. Ugh, I don't know. But then there's like the folding kneel ones. That's like in like the very, yeah, these are like. That's what the Catholic, traditional Catholic. That's the Catholic places that I went to, mm-hmm. um, but so she's doing something like four hundred to six hundred squats a day, <laughs> and she, I think she's doing that so she can work on her up, her up downs on her church burpees, <laughs> chirpies, <laughs> her chirpies, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. Church burpees, love it. Yeah, she's doing her chirpies, four hundred to six of them, six hundred a day. And she's so she's still like trying to save herself. She is that way. Yeah, she's okay. trying all. She knows she's fucking losing it, man. Okay. She's depressed. She's trying her best to fight through life via medication and church. It's really fucking sad. I mean, that's a uphill battle. <laughs> it's horrible. Um. So she's essentially smashing her fucking knees into the floor for hours. She's not doing this, like, pull down the thing that you're talking about and sitting on this, like, nice foamy. No, she is, like, hut to, hut to, hut to, up, down, up, down, up, down. Like, what are those things that you do when you're like this for a minute? Planks. Oh, I'm like, huh? She's not planking. I'm just <laughs> being extreme. Anyways, uh, and so well, well, the whole time she's doing this for hours, doing these burpees and fucking squats, she's screaming the entire time. Can you imagine fucking screaming for two whole minutes? Two minutes. Can you imagine screaming for two fucking minutes? How bad your throat and voice would hurt and, and your lungs and you just... No. Well, that would make your voice probably dropped an o- drop an octave or two. Well, she didn't... She had the demon voices first. Alright. Um, so, while she's doing all this on the cool, screaming for hours, she ends up spending two days underneath the kitchen table barking like a dog and so much to the point where she soils herself underneath the table and then licks it up like a dog oh heavy 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 she claims that she's so hot because these demons inside her possessing her so bad she's so she's so hot that she starts ripping off all of her clothes and she says that she's burning internally she ends up, like, dipping her head in any body of water she can find, ice water or even the toilet, mm-hmm. naked, trying to cool herself down, just peeing all over the place. She I pees. mean, all of that sounds good right now. I'm so fucking hot. I know. <laughs> Rip off the clothes. Pee yourself. Don't. Let's just go swim in the toilet naked. <laughs> she ends Pee up- on each other and lick it off. It'd be so hot. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> she pees in her panties and then she starts to chew on her panties. Hey. So again, remember I was talking about that chewing earlier in the psychosis? Yes. Pretty much she's just eating and drinking all the wrong things. Piss. <laughs> shit. I mean, technically she hasn't eaten shit yet, but yes. <laughs> so Dr. Alt comes in on July 1st, uh, 75, and he politely asks the demon to exit her body because he can't do an exorcism. Right. He hasn't been approved. Right. And he asks who the demon is, and this is when Annalise just becomes extremely violent, and she rips off her rosary. And, <gasps> mm-hmm. 
And it's at that point where everybody around her reports that now they can smell rotting flesh. Ooh, okay. Now I got a little bit of chicken skin. Well, maybe she just hasn't showered because she's fucking pissing under the kitchen table. She's chewing at her own soiled panties. Like, this bitch is probably pretty stinky. Maybe. I mean, I don't know (laughs) what's going on here. But she's aggressive and she's violent and she's mimicking animals and she's growling at her friends and family. So Father Alt and Father Renz go back to request permission from Joseph Strangle, the bishop, again. And this point, after they give him, like, this new testimony of what's been going on, they get the approval. Uh, the conditions of the exorcism is that it must be performed by Dr. Renz and it must be carried out in secrecy. And this is where we're going to take a break. Dr. Renz. I keep calling him doctor. I mean okay, father. stop doing that. All right. So I was like, why would they give him the permission? <laughs> no, Renz and Alt. Renz and Alt are the fathers that will gotcha. be doing these. Think of like Renz and Stimpy and Control-Alt-Delete. Well, Alt means old. Alt also means... Father old. Control alt delete like cut this shit out and <laughs> Ren and Stim be like your stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> all right, well let's, let's take a little pausey and then we'll come back and talk about some exorcisms. Elevator hold music. Da, 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 your mother sucks dicks and All right, we are back and at it, live in action. What other quippy things can I say? Welcome back. We're back in the saddle again. All right. And I'm from, and I'm from Texas. All right. So, so let's talk about exorcisms. So exorcisms kind of became popular back in the 1500s. Uh, and the phrase that the priest would use in Latin is Vade Retro Santana. And I said that Mexican, that's all I got to compare it to. Uh, but essentially what it means is Go back, Satan! And it reminds me of Jim Carrey. So, yeah. Back, Satan! Is, I think, the term, but it could be something else. The, the one I know is Get Behind Me, Satan. But I think that's from, like, all the exorcism movies. Uh, well, I'm talking about Ace Ventura, and I think he's talking to the white bat in episode two. Okay. And he's like, back, Satan! I don't know. It could be wrong. Anyways, the point is, is that to expel demons uh, from their mortal hosts, priests would use the Latin phrase vade retro santana and uh, the practice of Catholic exorcisms was codified according to allthingsinteresting.com in the Rituale Romanum Rituale Romanum a book of Christian practices assembled in the 16th century so the idea of exorcisms kind of died out when I don't fucking know It, it died out for a while but then it came back when movies like The Exorcist came out in the 60s. So it kind of resurfaced then. And mind you that this is a tale. So this is a Roman Catholic right. version of Catholicism, exorcism, ways of doing things. Did you just say this was a Catholic version of Roman Catholicism? Roman Catholic. Okay, yes. Like we're talking about, you know, German Catholic, second oh. German Catholic. Roman Catholic is like, I feel like the OG German? Roman. Oh, yeah, yeah Roman. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're the, yes. I, I don't know how that took me so hard, long, whatever. <laughs> Listen. We have one more episode to do. Are you ready for this? Oh, fuck my life. Okay. <laughs> no. So, yeah, let's just read verbatim then. <laughs> uh, so, yes, you're right. This is a very Roman, uh, Romanon. <laughs> Romanon. Romanum. <laughs> <laughs> Romanum. Romanum. <laughs> 
Expelliarmus. <laughs> Where's your wand? I was thinking about that today. I'm like, how can I fucking hang my wand? How am I an adult? And I can't figure out where my wand goes in my new shitty little apartment. First world problems, y'all. That is big problem. So, Father Dr. Alt. <laughs> Father Alt brought in Father Adolf Rodovic. You gonna, you gonna check my pronunciation? Uh, well, that sounds like half German, half Russian. I don't want to fuck with Russian. Rodwick. Rodovic. Who is this? Oh, Rodovic? Perhaps. It's not German, but it's somewhere in there. Okay. So, we'll call him Adolf. Hey. He believed uh, Annalisa, and after analyzing her, he suggested doing the Rituale Romanum. And it's a lengthy two-hour ritual where demons speak through the host, or in this case, Annalisa. And they have to answer truthfully. They can't lie. What's that face? I just don't understand how that's even a thing. Like, because Satan, according to, like, all these teachings, is, like, he's the prince of lies. He's the father of lies. Like, why couldn't any of these people lie? Well, these demons lie. Like, that's kind of their jam. Because it's the rule. It's like it's like the Roman slash German. Like, who wrote this fucking rule? They don't give a shit about the rules. It's the fucking devil and his henchmen. It's like the truth and dare of religion, and you have to answer truth. Everybody knows that in truth and dare, you answer truthfully. But these are demons and, and evil spirits and the devil. Like, he doesn't give a... Obviously, he doesn't give a fuck about the rules. You play by the, the rules. The rules are there ain't no rules. You follow the rules. It's true or <laughs> dare. All right, all right. If you say so. <laughs> I really don't say so. I'm, a, I'm playing devil's advocate. Oh! <laughs> all right, so on August 3rd, uh, 75, they begin the exorcism, and all of a sudden, six demons begin speaking through Annalisa. Six demons. They all have different names. Do you it's like the Spice Girls? <laughs> well, no. Scary uh, demons, sporty demons. There's only five Spice Girls. Is there a six? Is there a six know. something? Like 98 degrees? No, that's four. Oh, maybe that Pussycat Dolls had six. What about O-Towns? Does anyone remember those guys? I don't there remember. a bunch of them. I don't remember them or maybe the Jackson six. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not the right number. <laughs> it is now. We tell the truth on this podcast because this is truth or dare. Religion edition. So. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So the names, you asked. We've got Judas. Familiar? A little bit. Nero. Don't worry, neither was I, but I. Put Nero, clear. that's like a, like a fucking Greek, Roman, somewhere in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 you got it. In the Pantheon. <laughs> you want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, he was a Roman in, uh, Empire uh, emperor. Uh, he ruled from 54 to 68, and his infamous reign is usually associated with just, like, tyranny and extravagance and debauchery. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Cain. You guys know Cain? Yeah. I it. Abel's bro? Yeah. yeah. The one who killed him. Um, Hitler. Okay. The demon <laughs> Well, none of these are really demons if you're following the... <laughs> Trump, no. Trump <laughs> no, Trump's not in here, but this is also like 40 years prior. 50, 60, I don't know math. He is around. Um, yeah. But he's not dead to be able to possess this girl. No, he's around. Yeah. Yeah. He was birthed by a dog and 
some other things. Satan. Yeah. <laughs> Killing yeah. his nannies and shit. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but so again, Cain is not a demon. He's a biblical figure. Nero was a politician. Uh, Hitler was a politician. Judas was a, a backstabber. You know, like these aren't actually really demons. He was Jesus's BFF, by the way. For a minute, for a minute. And he's not allowed in the Bible. He wrote some shit. Judas, like yeah. his own his own book. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. a book of Judas that they just like took. Yeah, we don't want out. that in there if you're gonna be a backstabber. But he was Jesus's best friend. Like, was he really a backstabber? Uh, yeah, I'm or is that, that the story that they fucking propagated because they took his fucking version out? Like, come listen, on. if you backstab me, I'm taking your story out. Jesus, I'm not defending. Jesus him. wasn't editing the Bible; he was dead. <laughs> But they were besties. Faux show. And the government made everything crazy. Um, I hear you. I hear you, but our guests might not. So so scoot these hula hips over. Share that mic with Rashawn. Let's get in this. Next, we have Lucifer. And then Belial. You guys familiar with Belial? Nope. I need to see how that's spelled. It could be Belial. Uh, and it's just a term occurring in the Hebrew Bible, which later became personified as the devil. Yeah, okay. In a Jewish and Christian terms. So I'm not really sure where, like, that... I think it's like Belial, Belial. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. That's, yeah, there's a bunch of different spellings and, and pronunciations for it. Um, but when I learned about him, I just thought it was like, okay, it's kind of like uh, Lucifer, but not... I get it. Um, exactly yeah 100 linguistic fam exactly uh so and i also heard other accounts of uh fleishman and essentially fleishman fleishman and do you know anything about him uh no but fleish means like flesh skin like meat and mon means mon man Okay, Meat Man. (laughs) (laughs) Meat Man was a a disgraced uh, 16th century uh, Frankish priest. And so he fucked up. So what it kind of tells me... It might also mean like butcher. (laughs) Okay. Well, what it tells me... Sounds pretty like it. What it tells me is that like just looking at Meat Man and Hitler... (laughs) <laughs> and Nero that like these people that are possessing her are all around her space right they're in her culture for mm-hmm. sure exactly and that's a little alarming it's not demons it's just things evil figures that have probably been shoved down her throat for sure. with her religion okay so we're on the same page so in one of these recordings because uh, they did end up recording some of the um, exorcism so they could take it back to daddy warbucks over there what was his name the Pope? Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> What's was the Pope? It was a... Uh... Father Alt? No, no, no. Not Father Remember, Father Alt and Father Renz had to go back to ask permission. From the higher up. Right. Closer to God. Exactly. They weren't close enough. The General. Oh, what was his name? <laughs> the General. <laughs> yes, we'll just the, call... The Colonel? I don't know the ranks. We'll call him Colonel Sanders. <laughs> no, the Bishop, uh, Joseph St- Stangle. So they recorded these so they can go back and take them to Joseph Stangle, a.k.a. the general, a.k.a. Colonel Sanders. <laughs> I love you, I love you, some chickens. Uh, yeah, so they recorded, I think, 42 episodes. I don't, that's not what? <laughs> Exorcists. <laughs> Exorcisms. <laughs> this is how serious this is to me, guys. <laughs> there, there was about 42 exorcisms slash episodes. And um, in one of the recordings... Someone says, I think it was, oh, I think it was Judas, 
says that Hitler is not very popular in hell. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, awesome. Good for you, Hitler. Because he's just a bragger, and he just brags about all the things. Oh, hey, you're going to have a fucking competitor pretty soon. (laughs) Stay tuned. Get ready. So for the I, next episode. <laughs> in the douchebags douchebag seats of hell. Yep. Episode 43. 45. Okay. <laughs> Why 43? I don't know. I thought you said we had 42 episodes. Uh, I was saying he's the 45th. Oh. Douchebag. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I went too real. <laughs> All right. So on September 24th, um, Renz perform the ritual per Adolf's request and then four days later another exorcism was conducted by Renz and all together and pretty much throughout all of these exorcisms Judas does most of the speaking while Hitler and Kane just kind of stand by and then Nero and the other would just kind of like pop in from time to time via Annalisa so like through her voice but in a very demonic manly voice and so one do day, you have recordings of these? yeah, I do. I want to hear all her little voices. They sound fun. Um, yeah, so we can share them now, and then I can like post push them in after a moment. Can so. you tell the difference between the voices? So it's pretty much just like her screaming shit. But um, here, why don't we give it a listen, and I can put it in post edit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely like creepy, growly, but it, it really just reminds me of the movie. Honestly, like that's well, the movie definitely in the female range. I would say you could make those <laughs> noises. Who the fuck are you? <sighs> Your mother sucks dicks in hell. You can do it. My mother sucks my dad's dick, and that's the only dick she sucks. Okay. No, <laughs> it's a line. Oh. Well, I tr- I tried watching. Um, I just watched it, by the way. It's like all fresh in my memory. That's why I got uh, like I got like pumped for this episode. I was watching all the creepy movies. I was like, let's go. Well, me and Miss tried watching the Exorcism of Emily Rose, which I thought I was gonna love because the sister from Dexter's in that movie. And I watched like 17 minutes of it, and I was like, I'm over this shit. No, you gotta watch the OG. No, 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 no. So the OG Exorcism came out before. Annalisa went through all of this shit. The exorcism of Emily Rose is built off of Annalisa's tales. I think I... No, I didn't. I saw an exorcism movie that was, like, in Italy. It took place in Italy. I'm not too sure where this one takes place. I think it's Germany, considering, but... Yeah, you're definitely talking about a German exorcism. But the... talking about the right. Is Anthony Hopkins in that movie? Yeah. Okay. That's... 
The right. That's definitely the one I'm talking about. Yeah, all that 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 voice, the clips you just played, they're definitely creepy as fuck. But like, that's definitely I think in the female vocal range. Oh, <laughs> uh, calm down, you two. So <laughs> we're gonna have hot demon sex later. <laughs> that sounds so fun. So, anyways, um, yeah. One day she was going through um, this like walk with her boyfriend and she entered to one of those trans-like states again and she reported that on this walk she was walking... Wait, time out. She has a boyfriend? Peter, we talked about him. He's just hanging out? Dude, he's so... this bitch is losing her mind? Yeah, she's throwing shit at him. Like, yeah. (laughs) Bless you, Peter. And bless her for still trying, like... Can you imagine, like, her head game must be amazing. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna suck your dick. It is a crazy <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, can you imagine how hot that sex that is? That but... Uh, I don't know. I'll be scared. I mean, watch out for the teeth, Peter. Yeah, because she can about just that. bite it off. Oh, yeah. No, she just wants insects and bugs and pee. Yeah, uh, she wants to get insects. Spiders inside. and ants and her own shit, and who cares? Yeah. Give me that stuff. But also, she was probably a virgin before this because of her Catholic upbringing. Like, she probably fucking is okay. tight as fuck. Do you know anything about Catholic We've talked girls? about this. No. <laughs> well, whatever. Okay. All right. Well, that remains to be decided. <laughs> Listen, if I do any more demonic voices, I'm not going to be able to use my throat for later. So calm oh. your tits. we got another episode to go. Oh, that's crazy. All right. All right. So... Her and the boyfriend, they're walking down the road or street or park or whatever fucking landscape. Boulevard. Sure. And she enters one of these trans-like states again, and she reports that on this walk that she was walking with the Virgin Mary. And the Virgin Mary said to her, quote, It pains my heart that so many souls are going to hell. Someone needs to do penance. Would you like to do penance for the souls so that they do not enter hell? Well, that's a loaded question. I don't think I would. That's like, my, that's like my landlord. Like, do you want to pay extra money because you have an air condition? No. It's all bills paid. Like, I'm not giving you any more fucking money. Do you want to pay pet rent? No. My, my dog, dog doesn't, doesn't have, have a job. job. <laughs> my job doesn't have a job. Like, she doesn't have a job. Like, she fucking washes dishes half-assed. No. She can't pay rent. So, no, we're not paying pet rent. We're not doing penance for other people's fucking obligations to hell. But nonetheless, Annalisa, being a much better person than I, uh, decided uh, in accordance with... Oh, sure, I'll take some more punishment, please. I'm Catholic as fuck. Right. So, according to... Murder me up. According to what um, Mary said was that she had three days to consider the, the offer. And she told her family and her friends about her vision. Mary sounds like a mafia. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's intense. You have three days to decide if you're going to atone for all of humanity's sins. That does sound super mafia. Yikes. Uh, But for these few days, Annalise felt better. She, um, it was almost as if she was never sick before. And it was like in her head that she thought that the Virgin Mary was relieving her of her ailments so she could weigh weigh the options. To her, it was like, this is what you could have or you could have what you've been having plus more. You know, so she gave her this opportunity to actually pick. And obviously her parents and her friends and family were like, no dice. We're opposed to the idea, even though we're devout Catholics. Um, 
but they also couldn't deny the idea or the the fact that for these next three days she did seem better so like what the fuck is going on you know had she decided not to accept the challenge on october 31st all the demons would be permanently expelled from her body october 31st you say Mm mm-hmm why that's halloween yeah what do you think the demons were doing on halloween Party. <laughs> <laughs> so they probably couldn't be in her body. They're probably preparing. They could be in anyone's body. I think I'm acting. Yeah, wouldn't you rather like have a party on Halloween? Like they're probably fucking like. I always want to have party on Halloween. Like those first three days are probably like getting their best fucking dance moves on, brushing their teeth, like working it up to just possess all these other bodies. They're not. Yeah, in- let's get Peter in on the dance. <laughs> Salsa. <laughs> So, regardless, there's no demons in her body um, for these three days. And on October 31st, she does make up her mind and she says that she's ready to be the vessel to end all of humanity's suffering. Well, that's nice of you. Thank you, Annalisa. Cheers. Cheers. What a bold move. So... In another very intense exorcism uh, that took place, the Virgin Mary, the demons, and Alisa were all struggling to make their voice heard through Annalisa's voice, as I told you before. Uh, the priest, they were able to expel all six demons, and so it appeared that she was fine. All of the demons are gone. We've done the exorcism. Well, they're out fucking playing. Yeah, it's Halloween. It's Halloween. And so after the demons had been vanished, Annalisa said that in her normal voice, quote, I'm completely free now, completely free. It's so wonderful, completely free. But 15 minutes later, they were all back. (laughs) (laughs) So clearly the exorcism did not go as planned. And overall, Annalise went through 67 exorcisms. As I said before, 42 were recorded. And some of these exorcisms lasted over four hours. And this went on for ten months with at least one to two exorcisms a week. Heavy. Like I said, she broke her knees and the ligaments in her knees due to her slamming her body up and down while she was doing her churchies. Burpees. Burpees. Church burpees. Churchies. And she would do this all the time, like I said, hundreds of times per day. And her knees were cracked and the ligaments were busted. And in January, Annalise warned her friends and family that come July, July would bring change. And Okay. Yeah. Who said that? Fuck, if I... Who's... Her or like one of the six or... Who knows? Okay. But she knew that come July, something was going to change in her head. (laughs) That's like almost a year away. (laughs) Yeah. No, it, it is some time away. I think we were, what, in January? Uh, we were, yeah, we were just at Halloween and then some more exorcisms. Right, right, right. Half a year away. mm Mm-hmm. And so she continues to get more sick, uh, and Father All reached out to a doctor that he knew by the name of Dr. Roth to assist in medicating Annalise, and Dr. Roth replied to, uh, Father Alt, quote, I can't give medication to a possessed person because I do not know how it might affect them. There is no injection against the devil. 
And that was a quote from uh, Paranormal Hauntings blog. So I don't know how credible it was. <laughs> but it sounds legit. I don't think any of this shit's legit, to be honest. I told you, this is not my jam. This is why I like murder stories. Murder stories is like you can read fucking newspapers. You can read redacted fucking files. Like, so that means she survives. So uh, she started getting stigmata marks, which that's the one part of the story that freaks me the fuck out. Have you seen people? Have you ever Googled stigmata marks? Um, yeah, I mean, it was a fucking pretty popular movie back in the day. And like, I never saw the movie, but I, sh- I told you the, the whole church shit. It's not my shit. Rashawn, you are you familiar with stigmata marks? in, like, crazy pants church land. Why do you think that's not my shit? <laughs> I was raised I know, in... I you should at least have, like, some awareness. No, I was raised in <laughs> all the religions. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I mean, I feel the same way, honestly. So, yeah, so she had Jesus hands, and she continued to lose weight despite some accounts saying that she ate profusely. Other reports said that she ate scarcely. So that's what I mean when I say that no matter what, we still get to the same end game. But the reports as to what I was able to find is kind of like, just depends on what you read. Are you reading Blogspot or Blog.com? I don't know. So fast forward 66 exorcisms later. (sighs) Wait, that's what's the fucking total number at this point? That's like hundreds. Total, she had 67. So right now we're... Oh, okay, okay. This is the end. Of the the exorcism, yeah. So she had 66 exorcisms at this point and a pneumonia and a fever. And And epilepsy. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, yeah, they did diagnose her with that at this point. So yeah, you're right. Uh, But now she's caught in pneumonia and she weighs 67 pounds. What? Wow. <laughs> uh, June 30th, she had her last exorcism. She's too weak to act on her own behalf, so her parents are helping her go through the motions. Oh my God, she's going to die. Of the exorcism session. On July 1st, Annalise passed away at age 23, and her last words were, Mother, I'm afraid. Heavy. Oh, that's so sad. Don't cry. Uh, I'm not going to cry. Most of these things end this way. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Her parents... That's why you should maybe not do it. (laughs) But they... Let's save it for the end. Okay. Her parents went to their family physician, and they asked for the death certificate, ruling the death as a natural cause. And when their family physician uh, analyzed the body, he was in complete shock. And he weighed... She got the fucking shit beat out of her. He weighed in, she weighed in at 67 to 68 pounds, had two broken knees, black eyes, broken teeth. Mm. <laughs> the teeth. That's the so teeth. heavy. Heavy. And he refused to mark it as natural causes and instead reported them and her uh, that the cause of her death was actually due to starvation, dehydration, and malnutrition. And he began an official investigation with the state. That shit's fucking batshit bananas. Don't fucking do that. And you thought I wasn't doing a murder story. <laughs> I didn't really. Like, most of these exorcism stories, they fucking die. Mo- this happens a lot. And <laughs> I thought I wasn't doing a murder story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Damn. both Dr. Renz and... Uh, <laughs> both Father Renz and Father Alt, along with her parents... Are charged with negligent homicide. Uh, Boom. Good for you bastards. 
fucking crazy superstitious fucks. Just get her a fucking psychologist. Rather than giving her a respectful resting place, they buried her on the outskirts of the cemetery that was reserved for illegitimate children along... First of all, fuck you. (laughs) Along with uh, those who commit suicide. She was basically tossed out because she still had demons inside of her. And so when we were on a little break, you asked me about what happened to the other three sisters that were still alive. Yeah, I was curious. You said she had three sisters. I'm not too familiar what happened with those sisters, but I do know that prior to Annalise being born... Um, her mom and her dad had a child out of wedlock before they had married. And Were they buried side by side? Well, mom was... Um, no, Sis and Aliza. Oh, no. Well, maybe if they're both illegitimate kids. Maybe. Uh, but when they actually did get married, mom had to wear a black wedding dress. And the older sister ended up dying from medical illnesses as well. That's what you get for being a whore. <laughs> Your kid dies. Demons, miscarriages, black dresses on your wedding day. Yeah, so. A whole bunch of fucking nonsense. All of the bad things. So on February 25th, 1978, two years after her burial, the body was exhumed and moved to a quote, new proper basket. After a nun came forward claiming that Annalisa was speaking to her. What? She claimed that if the body was exhumed, it would not be decayed. And it would prove the existence that God and demons were real. And it would exonerate the four. So four. Rev. uh, Oh, all the fucking. Her parents and the pastors. The the two fathers. fathers, Yes. The priests. Yes. So her parents ex- agreed to exhume the body. However, the remains the so the remains actually were deteriorated like a fucking normal human body would be. They were actually so bad that the parents weren't allowed to see the body and she was placed in a better casket and photos were taken but they have not been released. Um who took the photos? The the uh, police police took the photos in for not police uh the the police. The prosecutors. Oh, okay. Or police. So, during the trial, doctors testified on behalf of the state saying that Annalisa wasn't possessed. Rather, it was a strong mixture between epilepsy and her very strict religious upbringing. The hyper-religiosity. That's the one. A doctor said that her death could have been prevented if she was tranquilized tube fed or maybe even given electric shock therapy okay no no whoa whoa hand (laughs) yikes let's start you don't fight crazy with crazy we can start with we can start with the tranquilizers and tube feeding um also slow the slow your old tube feed her dude she's breaking out her own teeth and refusing to eat she broke her own teeth out from all her exorcists from all the from all the grinding remember oh yeah okay well get her a bike guard maybe don't fucking sink a tube in her yet just bike guard she's she can refusing to work eat. with this girl she's refusing to eat okay well well according some people said she ate a lot some people said they didn't she didn't see okay go. regardless there's alternative means and so the doctors do believe that her death was completely preventable and 
the defense argued that uh, the exorcisms are legal and in the German constitution protected by religious beliefs, so they didn't do anything wrong. Because they were seeking medical help. Where did they go? <laughs> what do you think happens? Uh, I don't... What do you mean, what do you think happens? They fucking... She died? They dug her body up? They're in court. Didn't work? They had to fucking... The nun's like, oh, they're saved. If you dig her up, she's fine, and she's not fine. So they must have... Did they throw the book at these fucking crazy pants? Religious hamburger berserk bananas. I'm gonna go with zealots. Fair. <laughs> That's a nice word for fucking crazy, not so religious freaks. All four, Father Wren's Father Alt, along with her parents, were found guilty of negligent homicide. Uh, however, the prosecution did request leniency, asking for fines for the priest and non-punishment for the parents, stating that they had suffered enough with the loss of their daughter. They were sentenced by the court to six months in jail for the fathers uh, and three months probation for the parents. And their probation sentence was later dropped. German law actually allows you to be found guilty, yet not punished, if they believe that you've suffered enough. And so the priests actually ended up serving three years of probation, and the parents served nothing. Today, her gravesite is a notable spot of pilgrimage, and the church has changed their official statement from her suffering possessions to mental illness. Well, I mean, I feel like that's better than the Gypsy Rose story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was more justice served. Be more right. Well, well, like there's some compassion. There's, you know, consideration of all the various nonsensory. <laughs> <laughs> on all the different parts. I feel like mostly it was the 1970s and the medication, or not, not even the medication, the diagnosis was just the technology just wasn't there to be able to provide for this girl. What what I like most about the story, like now that you've told it, is just the way that the, the justice system there, like, yes, you're guilty, but we're not going to over-penalize Criminalize you. We're not going to put you in jail for the rest of your life because you did this thing, like... That's what I like about this story. What I like about this story is that it was still a murder story. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I thought you knew for sure. Like I didn't I know mean, anything about this story. I didn't story. warn you, but you're like, oh, let's do exorcisms. I was like, do you want me to do one? No, I got this. I got this. I was trying to jump out of my realm. I thought you knew. No. That, like, 85% of exorcism stories end in the fucking person dying. Well, if you don't remember, when we started these stories, we were going to do a half and half, and I was like, oh my god, this is so diving into that I think Joe it's Joe and I can't share stories. There's too many notes. Right. I was just like, <laughs> this is going to be a full-length episode. I don't think we should both do, like, two full-length episodes back-to-back. And I did not think it was going to end in murder. And, like, unless it's, like, like like I said, alien shit. There's other shit that I'm into. Just churchy things. Don't. Oh. Well, have fun with these exorcisms. Because, like, most of them die. Well, now now I'm in it. I was, <laughs> these are murder stories. I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling. And now I feel great. She was murdered. <laughs> Whoa, hand. <laughs> I do not feel great that she was murdered. I feel great that it's in my 
whatever. <laughs> I'm just happy that it's a murder story. Stop talking. <laughs> Done. <Right now. laughs> Done. Tell me a fun fact. <laughs> fun fact. Oh my gosh. This is so ridiculous. It was I'm going to lighten the mood right story. now. It was a death murder <laughs> kill story. So, I would like to talk to you. Fun fact. We're going to talk a little bit about boanthropy. I thought you were going to say baloney. It's similar. <laughs> okay. Do you know what boanthropy means? Okay. We're in a word nerding. Um, anthropy is the study of bow. <laughs> <laughs> study of bow. Let me just tell you. <laughs> boanthropy. Anthropy is people, right? Study of people. So, well, anthropo- anthropology is, yep. So, bow is, well, no, wait, wait, wait. Let me think about bow. Bow's a religious name. B-E-A-U, is that what you're saying? But bow Bo could also Bo. be bureaucratic. Just B-O. I don't know that one. Bo. Just tell me. Why are you right. holding out? Because uh, uh. I like drinking you squirm. <laughs> Boanthropy is a psychological disorder in which the sufferer believes he or she is a cow or ox. <laughs> this is a... Yeah. This is a real disorder, and so people that suffer from boanthropy are common. Like, you can spot them, because they're, like, on their hands and knees, eating grass. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, boanthropy is a real thing, but my other word is a fringe? What the religious religion la la Yeah, that's not a real word. <laughs> religion la is not a word. No, I'm saying earlier when I said the mental disorder pertaining to her with religious relics. Oh, the that's hyper-religiosity. A fr- that's a fringe science word, but this is a real word is what you're well, saying. I don't know. We're, there's like a 70-year difference between this word and okay. that word, I guess. Sure. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, maybe this is probably not a new word, but yeah. So okay. people, if you ever see them on their hands and knees, eating grass, acting all cowish. Yeah. <laughs> They're right. suffering from boanthropy. Maybe Annalise... They think they're a fucking cow or an ox. Maybe Annalisa was suffering from boanthropy and people thought she thought she was a dog because she was inside. Could be something like that. So, actually, this gets biblical. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, this is a quote from... I don't know because I just screenshotted this fun fact. The most famous sufferer of this boanthropy Oh, was it? He thought it was a Buddhist. No, it's from the Bible. King Nebuchadnezzar. Really? Yep. Um, In the book of Daniel, this is a quote from the Bible, he was driven from men and did eat grass as oxen. And apparently this is because he was like conquering a bunch of shit, sent the Jews into fucking exile as they all do, and... Then he started, like, boasting about it, and God punished him and made him go crazy. And he started acting like a cow, eating grass. What a nice God. And then then after, like, seven years or whatever the time frame was. Forty days. I think it was seven years. Seven, like, seven's a popular number. Yeah, it could be seven years or 40 days. Yeah, (laughs) 40 days, seven years. Same shit. One of those fun numbers that we like to repeat so much. Um, Then he was like suddenly like cured of his madness being a cow absolutely and then he just praised god forever and ever as one should (laughs) fun fact (laughs) 
All right. Philanthropy. Well, unless you guys have anything else to say, I'm going to wrap it up and let everybody else know that we're on Patreon and you can find us and get exclusive content. All right. I think those are your paws shaking off. You mad cow disease. <laughs> Uh, remember, Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. <laughs> Where's Yaya? <laughs> remember, Spotify lets you listen to us ad free, so check us out there. iTunes, you can write us reviews, which we'll read on air. Speaking of ad free, we promise to always deliver our content for free. However, if you want to help us offset costs, visit us at drinkingoverthinking.com/patreon, where you'll get exclusive content, including our very own monthly mini episode, or patreon.com/drinkingoverthinking. If you're left-handed, even if you're left-handed, <laughs> you can figure it out. <laughs> um, we'll also give you a shout out on this show, along with discounted merch, along with ongoing perks. I think I'm going to put out a sticker pretty soon. Not that I have enough on my plate. Don't hold me to that yet. <laughs> Remember, if you can't subscribe or Patreon or any of those things, that's okay. The best and easiest way that you can help support us is to like and review and subscribe. So still subscribe if you can't subscribe. Uh, wherever you're listening. Didn't I like force somebody's phone the other day to subscribe to somebody else's podcast? Malia. Malia. Yeah. Yes. She said that she listens to all these podcasts and she won't subscribe and it pissed me the fuck off. Well, she subscribes to us, though. That I know. Us, that makes me feel special. Don't make her subscribe to the other ones. We're special. We bonded over other people's podcasts. You down with OPP? Yeah, you know me. <laughs> you got it. Tell a friend and add it on their device for them. This really is the way that we get the most exposure is by you sharing with your friends who are like like-minded, like-interest people. Like us and follow us on all the things, Facebook and Instagram. We are uh, blah, 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 slash drinking overthinking. Facebook.com, Instagram, Web- drinking overthinking. Website, website drinking overthinking.com. Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon, all the things. Why am I so unprepared for this? <laughs> this is your first time, honey. Uh, on Twitter, we're drink overthink because fuck them. Other than that, we'll see you next week where we're going to be talking about. Cursed films. Cursed and films. More spooky shit. We're Halloweeny, you weenie. <laughs> Bye. Oh wait, no, I have to sign off. Other than that, we'll see you next week. I'm Joe Val. I'm Danny. One love, Rashawn. Bye. Thanks for listening.